Good morning, good Chodesh. Today is the first day of Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan, Tov Shin Pei Gimel. We're continuing the Shir and Likuti Halachas, Yoradea, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Ribis, Halacha Hei, Paragraph Tes. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishma, Sirachmiel, Daniel Ben Gedalia, Rosa Basi Tamar, Chaviva, and for a complete Rufu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Nisim Ben Rivka, Rus Alexandra, Esther Chaya Basluna Patrisa, Mazel Bat Zahava, Moshe David Eliel Ben Risha, Jonas Ben Hilda, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Nosim Yehuda Ben Tali, Menachem Ben Risha Basha, Idis Bas Miriam Brando, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chayaliza, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yusvendel bas Gitleya, Sorochel bas Yusvendel, Avi Bilona bas Yusvendel, Akiva Liyohu ben Sora, Shrag Betzal ben Chay Sora, Chana Sora bas Sora, Besoich Shar Choli Yisrael. Paragraph test, Ve'ikara Hatikun Alideyemes. The main solution for everything is through emes, kimavur bahatoyranal, as Rabbeinu Zal explains over there in chapter 51 in Likud Emran that this haloch is based on. Shalidei emes nimshach hashgachosu yisborach, that by being strong in honesty and truth, we draw upon ourselves the direct supervision of Hashem. Shalidei zeh nichlal achra bria bekoidam abria, and that helps to connect post-creation with pre-creation. V'alkein, and therefore, Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah, when this is taking place, especially as we saw in the previous year, Roiv Yisroel mamshichen atzmon el ho'emes v'atmimus. The majority of Jewish people are drawing themselves to honesty and sincerity. And Rav Zal says, on Rosh Hashanah, most people become much more sincere and simple and honest in their tefillah. They, they daven and they cry out to Hashem with a certain honesty and sincerity without any of the intelligentsia that, that some people have during the year. During the year, they're thinking certain kinds of chachmas, uh, even, even when they're davening. And on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, people put that stuff aside and get a little more honest and sincere and simple. Ki ho'ikr hu ho'emes v'hatmimus because this is the most important thing. The most important thing is honesty, sincerity, simplicity. For a person to strive throughout the entire year to conduct themselves the way the simple religious people conduct themselves on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, with that kind of sincerity and simplicity. Ki ikr hatshuva v'hatikun hu emes. Because one of the most important components 
of, of tshuva and tikkun is this honesty, this sincerity. Because through emes, we eliminate the attachment of sheker, which became attached all the way when Hashem first created and we allow post-creation to plug into pre-creation and that's the main tikkun of everything and this will also explain why one of the most important highlights of Rosh Hashanah is the sound of the shofar shehu bechinas emes which is associated with emes, bechinas hakoil koil yakoiv, because the pasuk says that koil is associated with yakoiv, bechinas titain emes liyakoiv, and Yaakov Avinu represents this mid of emes, ki iker his galus emes alidei bechinas yakoiv, because the main revelation of emes is through the aspect of Yaakov Avinu. He's really the one who is involved in this tikkun, to be able to go up to that incredible high level where sheker began at the beginning of creation and to be able to nullify it over there. Because Avram Avinu was the first one who began to broadcast the message of Hashem to the world. Shezeh Iker Hisgalos Oemes. That's the main revelation of truth. That's the most important truth that we're trying to reveal. Avol Machma Avram Hoyo Horishoin Lohigia Adayan Levatel Achiza Sasheker Bishoroshoyanal. However, because Avram Avinu was the first one to really undertake this project of broadcasting Hashem to the world, he wasn't able yet to reach all the way up to that incredible high place and nullify the connection of Sheker at its source. Shehu be'etzem hanekuda she'shom which is that place from which creation went from thought to action. From, from potential to, to actualization. That's such an incredible high level where it's just about impossible for anybody to, to reach that, to understand that. And that's where the main tikkun is needed. That's where the main hamtoka is needed. Levatel achizas hasheker kanal. In order to eliminate the connection of sheker, you have to be able to go all the way up to that highest place, to the beginning of creation. Ki Avraham hoyo midosoi chesed, v'yitzchok midosoi gvura. Because the Zohar Kodesh tells us that Avraham Avinu, his main mido is chesed. The hachnasas orchim. Yitzchok Avinu, his name Mido was Gvura, Pachad Yitzchok, ready to die for Hashem. And these two qualities, Chesed and Gvura, represent pre-creation and post-creation. 
כי חסד בחינס קוידם הבריאה, because חסד represents before creation ששם כולוי טויב, כולוי חסד, whereby then there was only Hashem, there was only good, there was only חסד. We know that the word Rabbein Ezra brings in chapter 4 in Likud Imran that Echod is Bigimatria Ahava. So in the beginning, before creation, when there was only Hashem Echod, that Echod is synonymous with Ahava, and Ahava is synonymous with Chesed. Toiras Chaim, the Ahavas Chesed. Ugvura Vidin Zebechina Sachar Abriya. Whereas the meat of Gvura, the meat of Din, that's post-creation, which is where the whole concept of Din really begins. The Torah begins with the words, Bereshis bara Eloikim is Hashemayim Besoretz. Hashem's name Eloikim appears right there in the beginning. Ki Avraham gila lekuseboilam voidia shiesh Eloikim shalat baretz. Because Avram Avinu began to reveal and broadcast Hashem to the world, and he informed the world that there is a Hashem who rules over the world. V'chein Yitzchak, v'chein Yaakov, and so too Yitzchak Avinu and Yaakov Avinu also worked at this. Ki hoya kol This was their main focus, their main avoida, to inform the world about Hashem. Ki ein koirin avois elo Because the Gemara says, that in Judaism, when we speak about Avais, forefathers, our fathers were referring specifically to these three, Avram, Yitzchok, Yaakov. Ki heim avois They are the fathers of the Jewish people, the fathers of the world. Ki koidem habriya bebechinas av kanal. Because Rav Nosan Zal says, we find in Likutem Aran, in chapter 22 and also in chapter 51, which we're referring to over here, Rabbein Rabbe refers to pre-creation as the Father. That's when there was only Hashem, who is Kaviyochel Avinu, the Father, Bebechinas Ov. Ki zochu lichloil hakoil b'Hashem Yisporach, Bebechinas Koidem Because Avram Yitzchok Yaakov were zochet to plug everything into Hashem into pre-creation. Sheshom av uben kachodo. Over there in pre-creation, the father and the son are all one. There's only oneness there. The after creation, there was kaviochel Hashem, and there was the creation, which is like Hashem's son, something which Hashem gave birth to, something Hashem created. But pre-creation, the father and the son were all one. The, the creation was kaviochel in the machshav of Hashem. Bibchinas, as Rabbi Nezal says in chapter 51, when he speaks about Rabbi Akiva, and he says there that Rabbi Akiva said the others that were with him, kishitagia la'avne shayish tohor, when you will get to the stones that are pure marble, and, and the word avne is used there, and Rabbi Nezal says, Avne is Av and Ben. Vishom Nikro Hakoil Al Shem Ho'ov. And over there, pre creation, at the highest, highest level, there everything is referred to by the Father. Ki Ha Ben Tofe Lo'ov Because the Son 
is subservient and, and part of the Father. He's not a separate entity at that time, pre-creation. However, Avram Avinu and Yitzchok Avinu were not yet successful in eliminating and defeating completely the connection of Sheker at its source. Which Rav Nosenzal defined earlier as that place, that dot, Nakuda is like a dot from which creation, from which there was that transformation from, pre, from, from potential to actualization. And as we explained earlier, that's where Sheker really began. And that's, that's where the connection of Sheker really is, the original connection. And that's why we, we see that something not good came from Avram Avinu. A Yishmoel came out of Avram Avinu. And from Yitzchak came forth an Esav, Shehem Anonin Demechasyan Al Einen. The Zohar Kodesh refers to Yishmoel and Esav as clouds that cover the eyes. And over there in chapter 51 in Likutim Ran, in the beginning, Rabbi Nezal speaks about the eyes as being able to see. When a person is able to see properly, they see the truth. When things are cloudy, unclear, then a person doesn't see the truth, They, Yishmoel and Esau, they are the real Sheker who cover up the Emes, which is the Tikkun for the eyes. Emes is the Tikkun of the eyes, clarity of vision. As Rabbi Nezal explains in chapter 51 of Likut Imran, Ki Avraham gilo vehimshech alakusi esporach me'elo lesato bebechinas oyer yoshor bebechinas chesed. Avraham Avinu revealed and draw, drew the divine presence of Hashem from above to bring it down below in the form of what Sforim call oyer yoshor, a direct light coming from above to below. Bebechinas chesed in the form of chesed. Whereas the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that Yitzchok Avinu, his participation in revealing the light of Hashem was in the form of Gvura, which is referred to as Oyer Choyzer. That's the light bouncing back up from below, bouncing back up above. But the main connection and, and attachment between pre-creation and post-creation is accomplished through Yaakov Avinu, He is what makes it a triple-stranded string. As the Zohar Kodesh explains, in the Beis Hamikdash, the boards that were supported the walls of the Mishkan, they had, 
they had a pole above, a pole below, and there was a pole in the center that went from one end to the other end of the wall and really held everything together. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Yaakov Avinu is referred to as this Briach HaTichon, this center pole that goes from one end to the other end, that goes from Chesed to Gvura. Ki hu mechaber v'koilel yachad b'shleimus b'chinas Avram v'yitzchok. Because Yaakov Avinu is the one who attaches and merges together completely the concept of Avraham and Yitzchok, who are Chesed and Din, or Yoshor v'or Choyzer, b'chinas koidam abriya v'yachar abriya. Ki Yaakov zochu l'b'chinas ho'emes b'shleimus, because Yaakov Avinu was zochu to achieve the highest level of emes, which requires eliminating the connection of Sheker over there at its, at its source, at its highest source. To the point where Yaakov Avinu was to achieve how we bring forth the creation from potential to actual actualization without any attachment of sheker whatsoever. This is the concept of the avoid of Yaakov Avinu, whose attribute is emes. And that's what really connects and merges together the post-creation and pre-creation perfectly. We know that the word emes itself, the aleph is the beginning of the alphabet, the tof is all the way at the end of the alphabet, and mem is the middle letter of the aleph base, showing that this mid of emes is what brings everything, everything together in a, in a form of tikkun. And this is why Yaakov Avinu was zeichah, that his, the children that came forth from him, were all perfect, without any negative, without any trash, without a Yishmoel or an Esau. Because a birth Bringing a child into the world is like a new creation. Whereby we're bringing forth this child from potential into actualization. The child originates in the mind of the father. These, these, the Gemara, the Sforim tell us that the seed originates in the mind of the father. At that point, it's in koyach, it's in potential. And when the child is born, it becomes actualized. And because of the fact that at that place from which Koyach transfers to Poyal, that's where Sheker begins. That's why the Sitrachra is very much connected to this process of bringing children into the world, this connection between husband and wife, between male and female. <clears throat> and this is why it requires major, major refinement. 
this whole issue of Tikkun Abris. And this is the most important quality and attribute of the great Tzadik, Shehu Mandenotar Bris. The Zohar Kodesh says that title, Hat Tzadik, Yosef Hat Tzadik, refers to one who is pure in Shmira Sabris. In this relationship between men and women, he is that all the children that come forth from him are pure. And the Pasik uses the word in Kuloi Zera Emes. Because this Tzadik is to go up to the beginning, to the source. And to draw from there the sun. Bechinas Achar Habria, which represents post-creation, Mikoyach El Hapoyal, to draw it from potential to actualization, Beli Achizas Hasheker Klal, without the Sheker being able to be involved or attached at all whatsoever. Shezeh Zoho Yaakov. This is what Yaakov Avinu was to, Shemidosoi Emes, where the Zohar Kodesh teaches us his Midah is Emes. Vialkein, Hoysom Mitosoi Shlema. And that's why his bed was complete. All of his produce, all of his children were all good. Vezebechinas Hakoil Shoifor. And this is the concept of the sound of the Shoifor that we blow on Rosh Hashanah. The shoifer is this concept of koil, and koil is Yaakov. Shehu bechinas koil Yaakov. The Pesach says, ha-koil koil Yaakov. Bechinas emes. It represents the fact that we're activating this need of emes. Paragraph I'm sorry, paragraph Yud. V'zeh bechinas ma-shemavakshem al-chayim b'rosh Hashanah v'asera And this will also explain why there's a major, major focus on Rosh Hashanah, and throughout Aseris Himei we're asking Hashem for Chayim. Zochreinu lechayim, melechofetz b'chayim, v'chasveinu b'sefer ha'chayim. Many, many, many tefillahs for that. Ki mishom iker ha'chayim. Because it's from Rosh Hashanah, from Tshuva, from this mida of Emes, that we, we draw Chayim. Ki Emes samo dechayah. Because the, the Gemara says, truth is the elixir of life. As the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, page 97, the Gemara there speaks about a city which was called Kushta. Kushta is the Aramaic word for emes, truth. Whereby the Malachamoves was inactive in that city. He could not kill someone while they were inside that city. Which means Chaim, life. Ki guf Because when we speak about body and soul, they also correspond to pre-creation and post-creation. Because the soul is actually a part of Hashem. That corresponds to pre-creation. Whereas the body, the physical body, that's associated with action. The Oilam Hu Asiyah. Post-creation. 
ועיקר החיוס כששניהם מחוברים יחד בקשר אמץ. And when is a person really alive? When the, these two are united properly in a good healthy way. And that's accomplished through emes. Emes is what unites and brings together pre-creation and post-creation. And that's why the Gemara says that, that emes is the elixir of life. Because death comes about through sheker shemafrid bein hadvekim, which separates between those that are supposed to be attached and connected together. Bebchinas, as the Pesach says in Rus, ki hamoves yafrid, death will separate between us. Bebchinas, and as the Pesach says in Yehoshea, Death, sheker, is what separates between brothers. One of the Pirushim and Rashi there in, in this Yafri refers to Yeruvah Benavot, who was a major idol worshiper who encouraged the Jews to worship idols, which is sheker, and he's the one who caused a split in the kingdom. It was from that point on that there was a split in the kingdom of the Jewish people. Death came into the world through the advice, by following the advice of the snake, who brought falseness into the world by lying to Chava, and, and telling her, Hashem said not to touch the tree. That resulted in the decree of death for generations. Because now, after the Eitz Hadas, It's just about impossible for a person to be able to achieve that and connect to go reach up to that place where pre-creation and post-creation come together because of that attachment of sheker which became attached when the creation actually first took place when Hashem went from koyach to poel v'alkein ha-hechrech lomos and therefore, we must experience death. And then when a person dies, the soul rises up to a very high place, each person according to their level. And the physical body goes through a purification down here on earth, through burial. Until in the future, they will both be renewed as a result of the incredible clear truth that will be revealed then in the future. Because the, the whole concept of the new world and the dead coming back to life which is going to take place in the future is going to be brought about as a result of the incredible revelation of Emes that will be revealed then. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says, speaking about the future, 
emes me eretz titzmach, that the truth will sprout forth from, from, from the ground, from the world. The oz yiskayim sfas emes tikoin load. And then we will see the establishment of the Pasuk that the lips of truth, words of truth, will be established permanently, eternally. Because then people will be able to live eternally through this emes, which is this elixir of life. Because then the sheker will be eliminated completely, even at its source. And it's this kind of life that we're praying for on Rosh Hashanah. All of our prayers and all of our calling out to Hashem is we're praying and pleading with Hashem that the truth should be revealed to the world on all levels, on a general level, on a detail level, and on the most and by each and every individual person. We should be zeichet to see the fulfillment of the yeda kol pol ki ato fialtoi v'yoven kol yitzur ki ato yitzartoi that all of creation will recognize that you're the one who created them. V'yoyimar kol Hashem eshama v'yapoi Hashem alkei Yisrael melech malchusay b'kol mashola and everyone will recognize the kingdom of Hashem. At sheyeda kol echod ech lo shuv Hashem isporach. To the point where everyone will realize how to come clo- how to return to Hashem. Because one of the most important elements in tshuva is this honesty, this sincerity. And this is why in the Shmon Esrei, on, on Musaf, on Rosh Hashanah, we conclude with those words, because you, Hashem, are emes, and your words are emes and eternal. Ki ho emes kayam lo'ad. Because emes is what is eternal. Emes is forever. Ki kushto koi. Because as the Gemara says, truth stands solid. Sheker is temporary. Sheker stands on one leg. Sheker can stand for a short term, but it ends up eventually falling. Ki ikr hachayim v'hakiyum shokol habriya bichlalu beprat emes. Because the main source of life and, and permanence of the entire creation on all levels, on a, on a major level and on a micro level, is through emes. Paragraph Yudalif. Vialkain Tsrichin Kol Yisroel Faye Sechodeshaveroi Koidem Roshishonavimakipurim. And this is why the Torah warns us that every single Jew is required before we approach Hashem to ask Hashem for forgiveness, we have to first approach our fellow Jews and try to appease and apologize to our fellow Jews before Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. In order to achieve a very high level of peace among Klal Yisrael. 
because the main, the most important thing is shalom, peace. Shehu achdus, which is unity, oneness. Shehu ikar hachaim, that's real life, that's real living. Bechinas hachaim v'hashalom, as the Pesach says in Malachi, putting these two together. Ki ikar hamachloikis al hasheker. Because all of the conflict in the world, all the disagreements and the opposition is based on that attachment of sheker. Which came about as a result of many and the diverse opinions as we discussed previously in previous shurim here. And this is our main focus on Rosh Hashanah, Shehu Tchilas Habriya. Rosh Hashanah is the birthday of man, the beginning of creation. Shetzrichen Levatel HaSheker We have to eliminate the Sheker at its source. Alidei Oitzem Hezgalus Muvchor Roisho Ebes. Through the incredible, powerful revelation of the purest, highest level of truth. As the Pesach says, Roish Devorcho Emes. The, the beginning, Roish means the top, the head, or the beginning of your words is Emes. Shezebechinas Roish Hashanah. And that's one of the important points in why this holiday is called Roish Hashanah, connecting to this Pesach, Roish Devorcho Emes, that we're trying to connect to Emes. Roish Daika, Bechinas Roish Devorcho Emes. Because most people who are fighting with each other, who are arguing with each other, disagreeing with each other, usually each one says, I'm right. I'm right. I am the emes. And the reason why I hate that person or I'm against that person is because I believe in the truth. I know what's right. Especially, Rav Nosenzal says, nowadays, unfortunately, due to our many sins, where we see the fulfillment of the prophecy in Yishayanovi, that the truth will be ne'ederes. The term ne'edor has, has multiple definitions. The term ne'edor means lost, and the term nedor also means shena soho emes adorim adorim. The Gemara says where the emes will become flocks and flocks, groups and groups. The Each and every single group of people are going to say, we are the truth, we stand for the truth, our opinion is the right one. However, Abnosazal says, despite all of this, the truth is one. There aren't a hundred truths. The, the, the real truth is one. And a person who wants the real truth, and pleads with Hashem, prays to Hashem very hard to be to the real truth, not to fool myself in any way and not to fool anybody else, to be to real, real truth, 
Heichon Ho'emes Amiti, that person will be able to, to recognize where the real truth is. Ki Ho'emes Eid Li'atzmoi, because the truth is the best testimony to itself. It doesn't need any proofs. When a person is really honest, and when they see the when they see the truth, the truth speaks for itself completely. And unfortunately, all of this diversity and all of this conflict in the world and in Klal Yisrael is all because of how distant we are from unity, from oneness. And that's what allows Sheker to come in. Because a person who doesn't eliminate the Sheker at its source can end up eventually making major mistakes and turn things completely upside down so that things that are 100% false, this person will believe that that's the truth, and things that are really, really true, that person is going to believe that that's false. as it says in Yeshaya Novi, Woe is to those people who say that bad is good and good is bad. And that, this is the source of all conflict and disagreement in the world. And a person who wants to save themselves and rescue themselves from this fire of machlokes, which is worse than anything, the main way for that person to save themselves is through emes, which is together with shalom, an emes that's peaceful, not an emes that's the cause of machlokes. As it says, as it says in the Novi, in Yeshaya Novi, that Chizkiyo HaMelech said to, to, to Yeshaya, Ki There will be peace and truth during my time. Because Reb Nosson Zal says, when a person will look at the real truth, the, the least thing that will happen to that person is, they will not get involved in machloikis. They won't get involved in persecuting other people and speaking against other people. Because even if that person will not necessarily realize right away where the truth is, which is the real truth, why? Because the person hasn't really put in the effort, the incredible effort in serving Hashem with every iota of a person's strength, that's needed in order to be zoiche to the emes, ki lizkuisli etzem ho emes, tzrichin yegiyo gedoyla ma'oid. Because for a person to be zoiche to the real truth in this oilam asheker requires major, major effort, major work. Avol al kolponim. However, at least, 
Im chofetz be'emes. If the person wants emes, al kol panim lo'yia roidei v'choylek. This person will not be one of those people who attack and persecute other Jews and oppose other Jews. And the person will not be involved in and support this kind of conflict, to persecute people who are really religious people. Even though it seems to that person that they're wrong, even though it seems to that person they believe the opposite of what those people believe. Because what do I need this for? What do I need to persecute another Jew, to speak against other Jews? To put one's own life in jeopardy to such a degree. All of this is impossible, Rav Nosanzal says, to really express in writing. But a person who really, really wants the truth will understand this, will understand what we're saying here. Now, once again, Rav Nosanzal is speaking about what he experienced in his life. Major, major persecution throughout his life, but especially those four or five years when there were the horrific redifos of the Savraner and his people incredible persecution against Breslov at that time. And Rav Zal's referring to that here and referring to all the other persecution that, that religious people go through. It's, it's not a coincidence that yesterday, on the way back from Iran, right after I came back from Iran, I got a telephone call from Toronto. A person who was telling me that on on, Yom, on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur, they were in a shul, and the assistant rabbi spoke. Some modern shuls have a rabbi and an assistant rabbi, and the assistant rabbi spoke, and in his speech on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur, one of the topics he chose to speak about was to inform all the people in the shul that it's osur, it's osur for a Jew to go to two places, to Uman, to the kever of Rabbi Nachman, and to the ohel of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. It's an Isur Gomor, and he went on to explain because, uh, because, it, because they, they pray to the tzaddik, and this is blasphemy, etc., etc. And the person who told me about this was, was expressing that, n- number one, imagine out of all the things to choose to talk about on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur, this was, this was what was told to a, a whole large gathering of Jews in this sort of modern orthodox environment. And uh, the person who told me this was a person who's been involved in Breslov for maybe 15, 20 years. So they know that Breslovers do not daven to Rabbeinazal. We daven to Hashem. We talk to Hashem on a daily basis. Not just in Uman, everywhere, and especially in Uman, we daven Tashem, and so too the Hasidim of Lubavitch are people also who serve Hashem and want to serve Hashem, etc., etc. But we see that unfortunately Moshiach is not here yet, and the Emes is Nederis, and there still is some of this kind of talk. Even in, in the modern Orthodox world, where 
people are seeing that a major part of their youth is falling away completely from religion because they don't believe in Kivrate Sadiqim. One of the major reasons is because they don't go to Kivrate Sadiqim. A friend of mine mentioned to me recently that he was a graduate of Yeshiva University and they had a, re- a reunion, a class reunion. And he said he was the only Shomer Shabbos from his class, from his entire class. He was the only person who 10, 15 years later was keeping Shabbos. We should be zircha. We should be zircha to want the MS and to try to avoid persecuting and, and speaking against any Jews and be zircha to see Moshiach, who is called Sar Sholoim. He is the Sar Sholoim. He's the one who's going to be able to bring it all together. He's going to be the one who's going to be able to reveal the MS to the world in a way that everyone will see it. No one will be able to deny it. Any questions before we close? I'm sorry, excuse me, before another comment, another person the day before sent me a, a, a WhatsApp message about a rabbi who spoke about, who was speaking very sadly about people from Eretz Yisrael, not certainly not going to Uman for Rosh Hashanah, that people in Eretz Yisrael certainly should not be going to Uman for Rosh Hashanah, etc., etc., for many reasons, halacha reasons and other reasons, etc., etc. And just recently, before Rosh Hashanah, a friend of mine, uh, one of the breast lovers in the Shul HaMeishah, and Talmud Chacham, had, had produced a pamphlet about 15 years ago showing all the halachic sources and all the sources in Rabbeinazal's teachings, etc., which, which, which would promote even people living in Eretz Yisroel going to Uman for Rosh Hashanah. Bitzad Halacha, there's the Steichemet, there's other great Rabbonim, Rishonim and Achroinim, who wrote that a person is definitely permitted to leave Eretz Yisroel for Kivrei Tzadikim, for a shidduch, certain reasons where there's no Isra halach at all whatsoever. Number one, this is a, a pamphlet, a 20, 30 page pamphlet, going into detail and really explaining all of this well. We know there's the famous Gemara, the Gemara in Soita, page 14, which the Bach includes over there. The Gemara there discusses the reasons why we don't, why we don't know where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried. And the Gemara says one of the reasons the Gemara gives there is because if we would know where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried, we would go to his kever and we would say to Moshe Rabbeinu, get up and defend us, daven for us, take us out of this gullus like you succeeded during your lifetime. And Moshe Rabbeinu would get up and he would nullify the gzera. And since Hashem doesn't want that to happen till the right time, that's why we don't know where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried. Wishing, ev- wishing everybody a good chodesh, wish to, to see the, the ultimate, complete revelation of the Emes with the coming of Moshiach, the Binyan Beis HaMikdash, Bimher B'Yameinu, Amen V'Yameinu. The third Beis HaMikdash, which is the Beis HaMikdash that corresponds to Yaakov Avinu. It's written that the three Bote Mikdash, is the first two, corresponded to Avraham and Yitzchak, and that's why they were not permanent. They were able to be destroyed. The third and final Beis HaMikdash corresponds to Yaakov Avinu, and therefore it will be indestructible, it will be permanent. This MS which is Kayam Loat.